So I'm just really grateful for this life that I was given because it's really helped me to, um, to have the life that I have now because the first part of my life didn't really have any control over. And I was able to take that and really create what I think is a miracle and design the second part of my life. Welcome to the Beauty House Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Kim. As a certified hypnotherapist, my gift is connecting intuitively and energetically with people, so I've been able to see the deeper meanings behind their stories. What I've learned is that we are more similar than we realize. My goal is to move you from surviving into thriving. Through the stories of creative professionals sharing their struggles and passions, you'll discover how your natural gifts are connected to your highest purpose. Hi, everyone. Uh, My name is Shannon Kim, and um, I was born in Seoul, Korea. And when I was six months old, I was uh, left in the streets of Daegu. And I was found and I was brought to an orphanage and I lived in the orphanage for um, about a year until I was adopted and I into the Midwest in Michigan. And when I came here, they didn't know exactly how old I was. They had um, done blood tests and bone density and development to try to pinpoint my age and to see um, like what if I was both parent, my parents were Korean or one. And so, so they determined that both of my parents were Korean. And um, I lived in the orphanage for about a year and I came to Michigan. So um, I arrived in uh, Michigan and I had a number pinned on me. And that's how they found the babies, the adoption agency, is all the babies would come on the plane. And uh, back in those days, you didn't have to go to the country to meet the baby. They just brought the baby to you. And so a really ironic side note is that my ex-husband, his stepmom was a stewardess. And she told me that her route in the 70s, which was when I came here, was from Minneapolis to Seoul, Korea, to Detroit, Michigan, back to Minneapolis. And she said, I bet you anything that I was on that plane that brought you here. So just kind of one of those like sliding doors moments from lives. Um, And um, so when I got to the United States, um, my name, um, when I came here, my name was He Young Kim. And um, my given name, I had a given name and a given birth date. So I celebrate my birthday, November 30th. And my given name was Shannon Marie Burley which just never really felt quite right to me. And when I moved to California, I changed my name to Shannon Marie Kim because it just felt like there was a piece of me and it just felt right to me. And it always has. So um, uh, my dad told me um, when I came here and all of this too, the story is just to illustrate because I think that, um, you know, sometimes we meet people and we see them and, I think people have met me and they're like, oh, she's so well-spoken and so well put together. She probably comes from a great family. And, you know, it's just um, really interesting how we all sort of make our way. So 
Um, when I came here, I was malnourished, so it was hard to kind of pinpoint my age with my bone density. My dad said I would grab as much food as I could and I would stuff it in all of my pockets because I was trying to save it for later, probably because I lived in an orphanage. Um, and I'd slept on the floor in the chair for a couple months for some reason. So I became an American citizen when I was five. And I have a certificate of naturalization. And I never felt any need to find my adopted parents. I was always really proud of being adopted, probably because it, I was different. And I also felt really guided because I'm like, there's no possible way a little tiny baby on a street like finds their way here. So I've always kind of felt like the angels were on my shoulders. And I I'm, I'm felt really grateful for that. Um, so... My family who adopted me, um, they had a lot of emotional problems. They were um, dysfunctional in a lot of ways. And so a lot of my childhood felt really chaotic and even unsafe at times. Um, and so I really honed the gift of my intuition. And, you know, I guess a therapist would probably call that hypervigilance. <laughs> um, but for me, it's something that really served me well. Um, you know, whether it was a gift that I would came in with my soul or if I honed that in my family because it was, you know, the way that I felt safe. But with that hypervigilance also came um, really being attuned to other people's energy. So really having like noticing like shifts in energy, slight facial movements, knowing what's going on in the room at all times and really sort of dissecting all of that to ultimately at that age, just to make sure that I was safe. Um, but those skills have really served me well. And so, you know, it's one of those things where you look back and the silver lining is that I have these beautiful skills to learn, do my life. Um, and so, um, I struggled a lot, um, up until I was probably in my mid twenties when I really started to, um, do some work. Um, my mom, my adopted mom was mentally unstable and she was using a lot of substances and my brother was also adopted and he was also um, bipolar undiagnosed at that time and also using a lot of substances. And I don't speak with him. He's been in and out of jail and kind of, you know, had a lot of his own problems throughout his life. And my dad was really checked out. So as a kid, my saving grace was that I had a half sister who was 20 years older than me. And she was really kind of like a second mom, a negotiator. She really kind of helped me figure it out. So, you know, I was, again, lucky that I had somebody on my side who was helping me. And again, I just always felt like I was being guided by those angels on my shoulders. And um, I always had my intuition. And it's not, my intuition isn't psychic. I, I don't like see the future. I can't see things. It's more like a compass for me. It's like a guide for me that I always somehow know where to go. Somehow I know how to get there. I know who I need to, like, I always am able to seek somebody out to help me. And um, I always have trusted those messages. And the few times throughout my life when I haven't trusted those messages, um, I remember them and I really notice them. And so I've just always been grateful that I've had that. And these experiences, kind of rocky experiences with my family, really taught me uh, resilience and strength. So, you know, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. We were, um, we lived in a trailer park and uh, my dad worked in a factory. My mom didn't work. You know, we got everything secondhand from garage sales and, 
you know, it really taught me a lot of appreciation. Um, I've worked hard throughout my life for everything that I've had and have and um, everything that I've become and earned I've worked for. And so I have a lot of appreciation because it's been hard work, but I also know what it's like to have nothing. So I feel like I appreciate it even more. Um, I got my cosmetology, I'm going to skip forward now. I got my cosmetology license when I was in my early 20s and I lived in Michigan. I did an apprenticeship in my best friend's family salon and um, my dad asked me to leave the house when I was 17. And so I didn't really like know how to do college. Like I just didn't know, go to college. I didn't, I didn't really have those skills. I was just a kid and I still needed guidance. So uh, my boyfriend's family at the time, they met me and were like, what is happening? You're like a child in the world. Like, so they really were like a second family to me. And I did an apprenticeship in their salon for two years and um, moved to LA in my mid twenties. Um, in between that time when I was in Michigan, I worked for matrix. I worked, they had just been bought for by L'Oreal and I worked on a design team. I was the kind of Asian person on the team and looked very alternative and I could speak on stage so they had me doing all of these big hair shows all around the world. I didn't even know how to barely do hair, but it was a great education in people. And it really expanded my awareness into a larger world and things that I could become. So I moved to LA in my mid-20s and I was with my ex-husband at the time. We were together for six years. And when we got divorced, um, it was a major life crisis, but it was something that really catapulted me into a huge journey of personal growth and a shift in consciousness. And a lot of that work came from my work that I did with my mentor, Cynthia Morgan, who Tia knows, who's an amazing hypnotherapist who started Desert Reset. And um, during that time, I was also working at Fred Siegel as a hairstylist. I had you know, I was working in a very high profile salon. I worked as an assistant uh, for two years and then I got a big article in Allure magazine and it really built my entire business. And actually that's ironically how I met Tia. She was one of my clients at that time. And um, I was also in her first vision workshop and I still have my notebook from it and it was absolutely beautiful. So that was the time um, around when I was around 30 that I really started shifting my consciousness journey and really started healing and getting in touch with how my childhood wounds were really repeating all of those patterns in my life. And um, so I really started doing that, you know, deeper work. And I did many years of many different modalities of deep healing. And I made a lot of mistakes and made a lot, did a lot of amazing things, but, you know, figured it out. And um, I was introduced to a client of mine she was introduced by, to me by somebody that I didn't even know. And um, she is um, quite well known. Her and her late husband founded a company called IBP. It's Integrative Body Psychotherapy. They taught at Esalen. They taught all around the world, um, intimacy to couples. And um, the work they do is somatic psychotherapy work. And I did a two-year personal growth program with them. So this program used to be a training program for therapists, but they had opened it up where you could do it as a personal growth track. So I, I'm not a, um, in a somatic psychotherapist, but the learning that I got from that, so it was a group dynamic. I was in a group of 12 people for two years, one weekend a month, and we kind of knew everybody's deepest stories. And so you see everybody kind of playing out everything that they're saying that 
kind of happen to them in every scenario. So it's a very, very, very deep learning. And I really got those tools inside of myself to be safe because we really learned that, you know, from zero to two, that pre-verbal time, you're taking all those body feelings from the dynamics that are happening around you and putting them in your body and because you don't know how to express it. And so those feelings get connected to emotional patterns. And it was just a very deep learning because what happens when we don't get all of those sort of needs met, like the, the basics from age zero to two, that window closes. And then it's up to us to give it to ourselves. But a lot of times until we kind of know what that is, we kind of look to the world around us to do it. And we try to get those, those messages that we need to feel safe inside of ourselves. So that program gave me a, a very deep grounding and learning of how to be safe inside of my body and inside of myself and, you know, understand those body feelings. Um, so that was um, really, you know, that combined with uh, hypnotherapy I had done earlier. And then it led me to, you know, I always knew that I'm, I'm a hairstylist. Now I'm transitioning into, you know, I'm a certified hypnotherapist and I've been transitioning out of hair. And as I was looking for what I wanted to do, I started thinking about all the people that I knew that were successful. And I don't necessarily mean money and I don't necessarily mean a job, but just happy inside of their soul. And I could tell that what they were doing was vibrant and purposeful for them. And they, I just looked at all my friends and I was like, every single person was doing something that they just did naturally, either in their lives from childhood. And they've kind of somehow honed these gifts and turned them into a purpose for their life. So I became really fascinated by that. And that um, inquiry led me to the um, Amer uh, Hypnotherapy Academy of America in Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is in a 500-hour uh, amazing hypnotherapy school. I spent two years getting educated there. And so I'm now currently transitioning out of my hairstyling career. And um, one of the reasons that I wanted to share this story uh, was because I just think people are really interesting and they always have so much more inside of them than we ever, we just have no idea what's ever going to come out of people. And so I always think it's very interesting. Also, um, you know, my natural gifts of kind of surviving from childhood of, of being that hypervigilant reading energy, intuition, resilient strength have led me to both of my careers because those skills that I've used as a hairstylist, every single one of them, the ability to connect with a client in an intuitive way, create trust, resilience and strength because they're very physical hard work with like lots of long hours, especially in the beginning of your career. I only work part-time now. I work like six days a month. So doing hair. So it's a lot better, but it's still like a job where you need a lot of strength and resilience. And so now as I transition and I'm starting my career as a hypnotherapist, a lot of those skills just overlay onto that job. And so everything that I've done and gone through and all of these things have just been an education into where I'm at now and where I'm going in the future and how I'm going to be helping other people. So that's, um, been really natural for me. And yeah, I think that's kind of it. Um, so I'm just really grateful for this life that I was given because it's really helped me to um, 
to have the life that I have now because the first part of my life didn't really have any control over. And I was able to take that and really create what I think is a miracle and design the second part of my life. So the life that I'm living now is, um, is the life that I've created. And, um, you know, I'm wanting now, like with my job in the future, I'm helping others to live vibrant, connective, connected lives that are full of purpose and choice, because that's what we're really here to do. So yeah, I'm just super grateful. I feel like I'm like a grown up that, that created it. I figured it out. <laughs> that's beautiful. for listening and if you like what you hear please follow us on instagram at the beauty house that's t-h-e-b-e-a-u-t-y-h-a-u-s and please comment leave a review and share it with your friends so our podcast can be found by more listeners